Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined Justice and DK. Today's show will focus on The Hanged Man and Odin. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hi. So, I can't believe we're on episode 13. I don't know, it's just gone by so fast. It, uh, it is a, it's, it's an ominous number, but Ooh. it's okay, because we're, we're on, we're on number 12 in the tarot. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. it would probably not be good if we were on 13 and death. Is that, is that, is there a reason that death is 13? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think, I don't know, like, which one caused which, mm, right? Like, right. maybe we associate 13 as a bad luck number because it's death, or maybe, uh, we made death because it was 13. I don't know which one came first. Good mm. question. Chicken and egg. <laughs> exactly. That's next week anyway. That's so. next week. Next week's show, we're going to talk about death. Um, but this card is the hanged man today. Yes. Um, so we received some questions lately about, oh, can you recap tarot on your, on your show? Yeah, like, what are you talking about? What is, what's going what's, on? What, what is tarot? We're like, oh, geez, uh, we talked about that in episode one. <laughs> and two. <laughs> and two. And three. <laughs> and, like, all of the other episodes. Um, so, like, yeah, I'd love to recap a little bit, but I won't be able to do as much recapping as I would like to. If you want super <laughs> details, it's like a plug for the show. <laughs> exactly. Go back in. You know what? We don't earlier. mind if you listen over and over no, again. No, not at all. <laughs> that would that would be great. You can listen as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, like in our first episode, we do exp- we do answer the question: What is tarot? And also, what is classics? And why do we want to relate the two? Right, yeah. and then um, in the second episode, I, th- I talk a little bit about what it means to have cards show up in certain positions, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then uh, in the third episode and all the ones in between, we talk about like different aspects of the tarot, so um, like yeah. gender fluidity and fate, uh, and what that means for tarot in particular. Uh, Let's talk about like where tarot comes from. Yeah, so like the Book of Toth, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So again, (laughs) all of that (laughs) within the first like five episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would, I don't think it's even possible to like explain everything that there is to explain in tarot in a single episode. Um, We'd have to have like one completely like for that purpose probably. Like uh, perhaps we, like, and perhaps we will, like maybe after we've done the Major Arcana, we'll kind of talk a little bit about major arcana specifically and mm-hmm. then we'll have another episode maybe for minor arcana specifically like there's just so much to say i think when it comes to tarot um you know everything from the individual cards one one by one which is what we're doing right now mm-hmm. um and like what the each symbol means in the card and how those cards relate to other cards uh but then there's also using those cards yeah. in an actual spread and you know 
when that happens, the cards will show up in different positions and they kind of take on new meanings depending on where they show up for you. They take on, they especially take on new meanings um, depending on who your tarot reader is and who the person who's receiving the reading is mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so um, we, we spitballed ideas past couple of days. Maybe we'll do like a spread or like a special episode once. Yeah, so you guys can kind of get an idea time. of tarot uh, applications. Exactly. <laughs> our, our show has mostly been theoretical tarot, <laughs> if you will. It's true. Academic tarot. <laughs> theory uh and we'll we'll have a, yeah. a college level course Ooh, like a how more uh, like a how-to yeah more of a how-to the applications of tarot mm, right <laughs> there's there's a lot to talk about for sure um and today i wanted to kind of bring forth another yet another level of uh how tarot can relate to each other um so we talked a bit so we've so last week we talked about um justice mm-hmm. right and we also talked about the wheel before that. And I might have mentioned that the wheel kind of uh, is this repetition of uh, ideas and thoughts and how everything is cyclical and life is cyclical, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the wheel is definitely um, echoed again in the last card, which is the world. And similarly, justice, which comes after the wheel, that one is kind of a warning card saying, hey, you will be judged for your actions. And sure enough, there's also a judgment card right before the end, which is the world. <laughs> Not the end of the world, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Just the, the end, the of, the end major... of the major arcana, there go. Uh, which is the world. Yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this a little, bit, a little yeah. more. Um, and that's this concept that in the last half of the major arcana, you have um, six mirrors, if you will, right? And it starts with the wheel. The wheel is mirrored in the in the world, and then after that you have justice, and then after that you've got the hanged man, uh, and then after the hanged man is death, and then death is temperance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and all of these cards are actually mirrors of other cards that come later in the tarot. So, um, and it, and the middle two cards of this mirror are actually uh, the devil card and the tower. Mm-hmm. So uh, after the devil and the tower, then the, the mirror starts rip, like going backwards that way. So it is almost like a rip, uh, not a, like a reflection yeah. of them. So like the, the, the devil and the tower would be the middle of this reflection. Okay. And um, we did take a picture of this and we're going to post this. Yeah, I'll post it on the Facebook yeah. group for um, sure. And you'll, you can kind of see that as the cards are going, there's... There's some symbols that are repeated between them, but there's also meanings that are repeated between these two. And today is the Hanged Man. And the Hanged Man very much is this uncomfortable waiting position card. And he doesn't look very comfortable if you look at him. He is hanging upside down. He's not like, he's not the Hanged Man that's dying. Like, it's not like an execution Hanged Man. He's just, he's hanging upside down by his foot and his arms are bound behind his back and he's like up against this branch that's in almost a T position mm-hmm. um and he you know he lo- he looks very uncomfortable but he almost has this kind of serene 
peaceful look he about almost him. looks like he's meditating which i feel like if anyone's in that position you kind of want to be <laughs> yeah you, you almost are trying to you know disassociate a little bit um and around his head there's this sun um which often re- represents enlightenment of some mm-hmm. kind um reaching greater wisdom and the hangman is kind of promising that you know this pain is temporary and that uh there will be a spiritual fulfillment for later on and this is very much um reflected in the sun card that comes later so the sun is kind of that um the the spiritual fulfillment that was promised in the hanged man so that's essentially the mirror that there is in this particular mm-hmm. card should we specify that it's the sun as an S-U-N, not S-O-N, just <laughs> yeah. in case um, someone hasn't done that That's true. Okay, before. so, you know, yeah. I, so, just, I like, just thought that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's, there is no S-O-N card. There's no the sun that was promised. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I guess yeah, I get... sun. Um, yeah. That does sound very Christian when you're listening to it, doesn't it? Not the... It, it wasn't even a Christian thought. I was just like, <laughs> oh, shoot. Because, again, I always think, oh, like, we're seeing this and we're describing yeah. it, but... We're describing it in words it. and not in pictures. <laughs> or, uh, or words with um, visual abilities. Yeah, okay. So, let's talk a bit about the hanged man, I yeah. guess. Okay. So the Hanged Man is card number 12 in the Major Arcana, so uh, technically it is the 13th card, because this is the 13th episode, um, but we don't really count the, the fool the as a number. Is zero. Is zero. Uh, okay, so yeah, the Hanged Man is hanging upside down. He is wearing bright red tights and a blue tunic, and he's got yellow shoes, and, the, and his right foot is tied at the top of this tree limb that kind of looks like it's perfectly in a T position. Mm-hmm. He's tied up around. Um, he's hanging upside down at the, you know, around his head there's this illuminated sun. Almost image. like a halo. Looking. Yeah, it's it's very much like a halo, yeah. He's got yellow hair, his, his eyes are open, and he looks very present, but also very peaceful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, you know, we imagine, oh, if I, if I was in this position, maybe I'd be disassociating. But the hangman is not. He's he's very present. His eyes are open, and he has this idea that there, like, yeah, there will be some sort of spiritual fulfillment promise later on. Uh, at and then at the end of the branches, um, on either side at the top, there's like some leaves and stuff, and that's pretty much it. The it's a it's a rather simple card compared to some of the other ones we've had. Yeah, design-wise, yeah, there's not really that much to it. The background's all gray. Um, there's, so, you know, you don't really have mountains or anything like we've had in previous cards where there's just so much going on. Uh, in this one... I wonder yeah. if that's just to bring the awareness and, like, to bring your eye right to him mm-hmm. and to the position that he's in. You don't really need anything else around Exactly, yeah. There's, like that's what's important right there is that he's hanging from the um, tree. I do think it's interesting that the tree very much looks alive. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know which tree it is? I have a surprise. I know which tree it is. You know what tree it is? I don't know what tree it's it is. It's the tree of life. Is it? Yeah. So a tree of oh, life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tree. World, uh, I think world tree, a, not life, what am I saying? World tree. It's the world tree. Okay. Um, I think the world tree, isn't that a basswood? That I don't know. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, like this, 
yeah, you know, I like symbolism of different trees. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't actually know what tree this one is because it's, I couldn't really see what leaf structure they are, but it kind of looks like a basswood. Um, and I guess that would make sense that it would be the tree of life that he's hanging from. Yeah. It's um, because of who he is, which I will get to oh, a little later. Oh, Because cool. it's literally, like, the hangman is Literally Odin. Odin. Literally. Okay, that's super awesome. <laughs> it does kind of look like a basswood, like, just mm-hmm. the shape of the leaves and stuff. I'm not I'm not good with <laughs> trees, I'm sorry. But there's, like, it's, it's kind of difficult to tell from a picture yeah. what kind of tree it is, because you're like, oh, I wonder what fruit it bears. Does it have nuts? <laughs> no, I don't really, I can't really no. interpret that part of it. Um, but yeah, that tree normally does represent, um, like, worldly knowledge mm-hmm. and, and also peace. So when you get the hangman, what does that normally represent right, right. for you? Uh, okay, so... Not for you, but when... Like, whenever I, I'm giving a reading and the yeah. hangman shows up, it normally depends on how the hangman is showing up. So, like, there's... So the hangman has a lot of paradoxes in its in its meaning. Like, it usually means, oh, you need to wait because this is uh, a situation that's uncomfortable. You don't like it, but you, you, you can't really do much in this situation. You don't really see a way out in this particular situation. Um, but it can also appear to a person who is stuck and needs to see something from a new perspective perhaps in order to get out but usually I think most often it'll show up for a person who is stuck doesn't see a way out but there really is a way out and only they can be the ones to get out of it Mm. um and and normally it's like so I'll give you an example. Like, say, so is this someone getting themselves out of a situation, or them realizing the situation that they're in? Uh, it could be both. It can be okay. both. Um, so, for example, let's say you're in a job you really dislike, you really hate your job, mm-hmm. um, but you don't want to quit because you don't really know if you'll be able to pay the bills otherwise. Then the hanged man might appear for you. Okay. So you're not really happy where you are you're not comfortable where you are but you feel like you have to be there Mm -hmm. um and that there's no there's no way out so the hangman might appear for that person to say hey you're the only one who has control over your life right you're the only person who can get yourself out of this situation it's just going to mean sacrificing things Mm -hmm. um and the hangman like i did mention that the hangman comes before death yeah and one of the reasons why the hanged man is in the position he is in is because he knows that if he gets out of this situation, um, there's a lot of difficulty ahead. Okay. So, yeah. like, if he if he gets out of it or if he remains in it? If he remains in the situation, he'll just stay where he is. Okay. So, he'll yeah. stay, like, in that kind of uncomfortable... Uncomfortable... Just bad position. Kind of space. Okay. It's, uh, so, it's kind of a card of stagnation, if um, you will. Like, okay, you're... Yeah. You're stuck. You can't move. Uh, you can't, like, but if you do move, uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be pleasant, per se, but you'll at least be moving forward. And there is this promise that at the very end of it all, there will be a sense of enlightenment and fulfillment. Which is the sun. Exactly. Which is the, which is promised and then futurely shows up as the sun um, in the tarot, right? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's unpleasant. I've, I've also, I think another situation I could use this for is like, 
if you're in a really bad relationship and you're with this person and you know you don't you know it's probably not good you probably you know it might be even a toxic relationship but you can't really see yourself without them and so you just kind of stay mm-hmm. um, and you know it's not comfortable it's not easy like especially if, if the relationship has like certain responsibilities associated with it like if you have a house together or kids together like it, you just can't see yourself leaving per se um, but you're not happy mm-hmm. and so the, the hanged man kind of might represent this ideal the idea of being trapped um, and just staying in that stagnated position mm-hmm. not really a fun place to be no definitely <laughs> not nope, really a not. fun place to be no um, but there is this idea that you can you can get out of the hanged man if you're willing to make the sacrifices necessary Mm-hmm. And there will be sacrifices for sure, as as the death card will later yeah. but show. Again, yeah. after that is comes the good part. Yeah, so, so um, it, it, I don't know. Like the reason, like the hangman is stuck where he is, even though he knows that moving forward will eventually be bring him to a better place. Mm-hmm. The path that goes to that better place is going through death. You have to go through the tower. You have to go through the moon. You have to go through all of these, like, dark, like, this dark path in order to eventually lead to the the sun. Um, And it's, it sometimes it's just too difficult of a journey to make, right? If you were talking about the hero's journey, I would say the hanged man is actually the denial portion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where the the hero doesn't want to go on the journey at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was mentioning that before we started today, just as I was seeing the progression, like you were saying, in the reflection of the cards. Yeah. And you are saying how it's almost like a death or a descent into the underworld. I'm yeah. Like, that's so interesting because that's like in the hero's journey there, or is that what it's called? Yeah. The hero's journey. <laughs> that's part of it is a descent to the underworld. So I, I felt like that was really interesting that we actually have that if we look at the major arcana almost from like a story perspective and yes. going from one card to the next to the next. And there's certainly a story perspective that happens, especially in the later half of the major arcana. Mm-hmm. In the first half of the major arcana, there's like these strong symbols and you can tell a story with them. Um, but they're less progressive. They're like less this. progressive. Whereas one the one is. that the story that occurs between the wheel and the world is almost exactly the hero's journey. <laughs> it's really uh, cool that they yeah. did it like that. Then, or I, like I'm wondering or, if I don't, it was I think on it's purpose, all... and if it wasn't, that would be a really cool coincidence. You know, it might also be that we're seeing the hero's journey because it's so pervasive in our own culture now. That's true. Um, it's easy for us to relate the hero's journey to other things but mm-hmm. i think the tarot might be older than the hero's journey <laughs> no no like well, i don't like, know how old the hero's journey is oh that's a good point maybe <laughs> i have no idea chicken and like egg from, from and egg. <laughs> like you mean like joseph campbell's hero's journey or you mean the hero journey in general um i'm not sure yeah because in general older yeah yeah because we talk about that a lot when we look at mythology and especially heroic myths and myths of mm-hmm. people like Heracles and Perseus and Theseus, they all very much align with the hero's journey. All right. Well, quest. if the hero's journey is older, then yeah, I would say that the tarot probably yeah. relates to it. Um, the Hanged Man, relating to Odin, 
is something I'm I'm very much interested in hearing. Yes, I um, am very very excited. sorry. I'm now looking this up. <laughs> now, now, now you're like, like looking at the hero's journey. I'm like, when is it? When did he come up with this? I feel like late 1800s. No, early 19. So mm-hmm. early oh, 1900s. Even, oh no, sorry, even later, 1987. So okay, so our understanding of the hero's journey is very new. Yes, but yeah. that doesn't mean that people before didn't like, using obviously the see that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ex- okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Well, more <laughs> on that to... later. More on that. More on in, that in future episodes. Let's yes. uh, let's talk about Odin. Okay. <laughs> so I'm super excited to talk about Odin, especially because the Hangman is Odin, which is crazy. So, like for me, obviously, I'm not. A, this is my preface. I'm not an expert in Norse mythology at all. You're more so, so than me, but <laughs> well, now I am having done all this research um, on this particular topic, and so. I just wanted to throw that out there. If I say names really badly or wrong, I apologize. But I i mean, I could have easily, not easily, but I could have associated with him with something with classical mythology. But I thought, why do that when he so he clearly is, is Odin? He is Odin. So I'm just going to go with this. All right. So <laughs> who is Odin? <laughs> so Odin is the chief god of the, I'm going to say the bad, Acer tribe of deities in North myth- Norse mythology. Okay. His name translates to Master of Ecstasy. So, again, thinking almost of Dionysus there. The yeah. Nature. He is the divine patron of both rulers and outcasts. So nice. That was cool, like that whole duality um, aspect that we'll see. Actually, we'll see that with the sun if we end up talking about Apollo. He also has duality yes. in his nature, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a so Odin is a relentless seeker of knowledge and wisdom, and in one myth, he even sacrificed one of his eyes for wisdom. Oh, there you go, which is pretty cool. Okay, that's <laughs> that's very hanged man like of him. Yes, yeah, sacrificing for wisdom. Oh, that's yep. definitely. Um, so he's also associated with war, sovereignty, wisdom, magic, shamanism, poetry, and the dead. Wow. So that's a, a lot, lot of things to be associated with. Exactly. And since he's the chief god, that's why some people kind of associate with him with Zeus, but he is not very Zeus like. Mm-hmm. Um he definitely is more like um the Roman associated him with Mercury. Yeah. Um, especially because of because of his association with dead and the death and because he presides over Valhalla. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kinda cool. Um, and then in the Old Norse text, he, Odin is depicted having, again, one eye and a long beard, and he normally has a spear and he wears a cloak and a broad hat. So again, that kind of, that image of a traveler, um, which is really close to Mercury, who's also Hermes. So Mm -hmm. it's cool, kind of like the overlap. There's like, yeah, overlaps between deities. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. So... His association then with the hangman, Odin hanged on the world tree, which is called Yggdrasil. Again, don't know if I'm saying that right. For nine days and nine nights in order to earn the knowledge of the runes. Oh. Yeah. So they say that Odin sacrificed himself to himself Mm -hmm. and he received no nourishments from his companions. So this is what made him worthy to obtain the knowledge that he desired. So he carried out this quest by not moving at all. So again, like you can mm-hmm. see in the hangman, and therefore um, he was 
seeking not within, or sorry, he was seeking within and not, not without. without. Yeah. Um, so by doing this, he uncovered a system of magic, which is now are the runes. The runes yeah. yeah. So the runes, um, we haven't really talked about them before, but they're kind of another system of divination. Yeah, we might. At least that's how we kind of interpret them today, much like tarot. But yes, runes are are very similar in some ways to tarot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the Norse, the runes are a magically charged ancient Germanic alphabet that contained many secrets of existence. So in essence, they were symbols and the written letters that were used by the Norse and other Germanic peoples before the adoption of Latin alphabet in the later Middle Ages. So again, we, we think about them a little bit differently than mm-hmm. they would have. So the word runes actually means both letter and secret or mystery. That's cool. Which is kind of neat. Um, and the Norse believed that the way runes shaped destiny was by carving them into the trunk of Vigdrasil, the great tree, mm-hmm. whose upper branches cradled Asgard, which was the home of all of their gods. Yeah. And Yggdrasil was also the myth- mythical tree that connects all the nine worlds. Which, again, is the tree that he's hanging on. Mm -hmm. So by carving the runes into the trunk of this world tree, the symbols carried their intentions throughout the tree and thus affected everything in the nine worlds. Oh, that's super cool. Which is so neat. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't actually talk that much about how the hanged man, if you're able to go through, like how the hanged man can also represent a, um, like a pilgrimage Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, if you're able to succeed in, in, in pass, you know, passing the hangman test almost, um, mm-hmm. then that's one of the things that will bring enlightenment as well. Yeah. Kind of similar to the hermit a little bit. Yeah. Seeking within, and also the, the high priestess and the need to wait and be patient. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, you have to be patient when you're hanging upside down for nine days and nine nights. Yeah, really. That's super cool. I'd love to... It makes me really want to look into runes now. <laughs> it does. Well, that's yeah. why it was funny, because the other day we went into a store, and was yeah. there, did I not find these you wooden... Found these wooden runes. It was literally like, this Odin's is runes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they were called Odin's runes, too, and you're like, this is very close to our next episode and I was like really and you're like oh you'll see you'll see you'll see I like to surprise you I don't know why (laughs) but I'm just like guess what Uh (laughs) it's like this this will come back later (laughs) we we will discuss this more so foreshadowing (laughs) exactly no Uh, so I I think it's really neat and again I felt like I really needed to talk about it for the hangman mm -hmm. because that's where it's coming from it's definitely the same imagery Mm-hmm. Um, that's being described from that Norse uh, mythological yes. story. Um, like we don't have his spear, but it's it's definitely him. Yeah, I which would is really I would neat. agree. Um, yeah. All right, um, so we're we're pretty good on time. We're pretty good. We I could probably do a a, a quick lightning round. So um, a different idea. I should have mentioned this. Oh yeah, I want to do an recommendations section instead of a lightning round today. Okay. Okay. Mostly because I'm not angry and I'm just tired. (laughs) (laughs) But but also because I have specific recommendations that I thought would work for today. Fantastic. All right. What do you recommend today, Biddy? first one is an article that I was reading. So again, if you find um, what I've been talking about today interesting, there's a 
a, an article entitled Odin and Merlin, Threefold Death and the World Tree. So it Ooh. shows the similarities between Odin and Merlin. Um, and it's really, really interesting. So I didn't get a lot. I read about half the article. Uh, I thought it was really cool. So if you want more information on that, I also found some. I didn't write it down. But some there's a lot of similarities also with Odin and Jesus. And that's all over the internet, especially in well, the, relation to this. sacrificial yes, figure being, on, on a tree. Exactly, yeah. and having that. So that's also out there, too, if that's something that you're interested to look more into. Um, TV show. I actually watched this a couple of years ago. It's called The Almighty Johnsons. Okay. And it's really cool because it's um, made in New Zealand, and it's with the Norse gods, mm -hmm. and they don't know who they are, and then all of a sudden they, like, wake up to like realizing that they're these Norse gods, but like on Earth, and it's just really, it's <laughs> wonderful. It's it sounds, comedy. It sounds it's, really funny. Yeah. It's really funny, and it's really really great. And so again, <laughs> if, I highly recommend that. Um, and then there's a book that I started reading, so I wanted to give a shout out to that. It's called Sapiens. Sometimes I call it Sapiens. That's my That's your classics coming out. Coming my out. classics coming out. Yeah. Sapiens: A Brief History of Humankind. So it's actually really, really good if you are interested in human history. Again, it says it's pretty brief. I mean, it's a big book, but mm -hmm. it goes through fairly quickly, and I'm really enjoying it. That's like my bedtime book it's that bedtime I'm reading. reading. But I'm really, really liking it, and so I just want to kind of throw that one out there as well. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll tr try to bring some for next week then. Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe when we talk. We'll need to bring... Or have like positive talk at the end if we're talking about death the whole time. Um, well, that's the or thing we'll is see. death actually can have a positive meaning, and often it does. It's mm -hmm. it's like a necessary change. Um, a lot of times, I think death is misinterpreted in the tarot. I agree. Yeah. Um, there's a few cards that are probably misinterpreted <laughs> most often, and none more so than death. People think, oh, death shows up, someone's gonna die. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like it's so iconic when you yeah. talk about tarot. Like, if you see it in a movie or a TV yeah, show, it's almost always, always brought up as that's the one that comes up as this like scary. Oh, oh well. Yeah, obviously we're excited about talking about it. <laughs> talk about half of this episode. I know about we talked it, well because so. the hanged man very yeah. much leads to that card, mm -hmm. um, and the hanged man, you know, it's it's talking about this necessary sacrifice, um, finding peace within. Uh, if you're currently finding yourself in a hanged man position, um, you know, all the power to you. It's it's not an easy place to be. Um, and oftentimes, you know, we do try to disassociate when we are in those positions and feelings of uncomfortable. Um, if you're if you're a yoga practitioner, I often associate um, the position of pigeon pose with the hanged man, which is very uncomfortable. But if you can just stick with it. Um, you're able to really release a lot of emotions yeah. um, and get through it. Yes, so uh, if you're in the hanged man position, my suggestion for you is to just be patient, wait it out, find ways of staying, staying present, mm -hmm. um, and also maybe looking at your situation from a new perspective. Yeah, breathe in and breathe out. Breathe. Gotta keep breathe. breathing. <laughs> of course. Always breathe. And talk to people around you, because you never know who can help out. Exactly. Yeah. You're never alone. New perspectives, right? Exactly. Yep. Sometimes you gotta look at it upside down. 
to make things right side up again. Exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so that brings us to the end of the episode already. My goodness. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening again. Our normal spiel. We are on Patreon, and if you would like to support us, we would love you forever. <laughs> you can do it for just a dollar an episode. Super, super cheap. Um, you can also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email at mythtarolove at gmail.com or message me on social media. I am at Biddy Diana. And again, our Facebook group is just the Myth Tarot Love podcast where you communicate with us and fellow listeners. Yay. Uh, on next week's show, we're going to look at death and the castration of Uranus. 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 Um, yeah. I love that you picked this. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, our parting words for today also come from the American Tarot Association. And it is this. When the hanged man appears, know that greater wisdom and happiness is at hand, but only if you are prepared to sacrifice something for that wisdom. <laughs> Stories, cars, and symbols.